Good morning. I kill you with truth. Mornings, day before Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Johnny Love is with me. Johnny, are you uh, fond of Thanksgiving? You know, I'm fond of eating. Hmm. I'll take I'll take any holiday where you eat. So a, a Thanksgiving, what? an Easter, a Christmas. So you're not you're not fond of say intermittent fasting Arbor Day. Not so much. Is yeah, that that's where you a, just eat trees? Well, no, that's where you stare at a tree and you don't eat anything for 14 straight hours. But when you do eat all you're allowed to eat is the bark of the tree for four hours. That's then, uh yeah. That sounds like you'd be pretty regular after that. You, you would be. It's a rough holiday. It's not very popular. It, it's big in Norway, which I understand we are the 165th most popular uh, sports podcast. In Norway. In, Nor- in Norway. All right. Yeah. So we got that going for us. Welcome to Kill You With Truth. Johnny, what's the question of the day? What is the hay with the Cleveland Browns? It's just another nerdy Wednesday. Wish it was Sunday. Mm -mm, Because that's my fun day. I don't have to run day. It's just another nerdy Wednesday. Johnny, it's such a great question. I mean, look. let's look at the Browns. First of all, I'm conflicted with the good old Browns because the one area <coughs> that the Broncos have excelled the most in is giveaway, takeaway, turnover margin. This is how the Broncos have won their games. They've had low giveaways and high takeaways. They are fifth in the league at plus six. That is outstanding that is so good on so many levels meanwhile the browns are minus five in that department for 23rd however what do the browns do well they play ferocious defense an okay offense they're first in the league johnny first in the league in time of possession you know what that means That means they grind it out, a low-possession game, running-the-ball sort of game. And where are they with running? Yep, third in the league at 142 yards. And the one area, as wicked awesome as it was to beat the Vikings, as amazing as it was to beat the Vikings, the Broncos gave up, uh, what was it, 175 rushing yards? Not good. Broncos rush defense, Johnny last in the league so we think about how great the broncos have been and now i know we need to throw away that miami game that's clear but still even though they've won four in a row they got gashed by the vikings a gashed i say and okay rough rough deal so you are gonna have a browns team offensively that's going to try to jam it down your throat Sunday afternoon at Empower Field. Okay, so how's that going to go? Mm, we'll see. Meanwhile, offensively, points per game, the Browns are 13th in the league. 
The Broncos are 15th. So this indicates a pretty solid, you know, close, low-scoring ground attack sort of affair, especially because the Browns, really, who's their quarterback? Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR? I mean, they were having Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco's on their practice squad. I got to do some more digging into that. But, I mean, DTR is their guy, rookie dude. They don't have a great quarterback situation. Deshaun Watson is out. And can you imagine how the massage parlors in Cleveland are busy with time on his hands? Mm. Hope he's feeling relaxed. Meanwhile, really what the Browns do, Johnny, that's scary, is their defense. They are arguably the best defense in the league. Net yards per game, first. Yards per play, second. Points per game allowed, six, at just 18 points. They're okay against the run, 11th. They are first, Johnny, first in the league, passing yards against. First, why? Because they have a crazy good pass rush featured by Miles Garrett, and it kind of goes from there. So they put pressure on the quarterback. They're okay stopping the run, and they're brilliant stopping the pass. Maybe stopping the pass ain't that great of a deal. They're also sixth in the league in sacks. They're first in the league stopping third downs. And you remember the Broncos were two for 12 on third down against the Vikings. Red zone percentage, they wilt for some reason, but likely I'm going to guess the red zone percentage is kind of low because teams just don't get in the red zone all that often meaning explosive plays probably work against the Browns. So this is crazy. This does not set up great for the Broncos. It, it, it challenges the Broncos to do something that they're not that comfortable doing, and that's pushing the ball down the field. Ah, okay. But in terms of defense that the Broncos do well, it's all about takeaways. It's crazy. They are eighth in the league with 10 interceptions. Um, total takeaways, they're second in the league. That is outstanding with 19 takeaways. So that's 10 interceptions, nine fumble recoveries, 19, man. That is awesome. And like I said, plus six puts you in a winnable position. The problem the Broncos have is they haven't converted those turnovers into points. That's the big issue. Woo. So how do you turn things around? How do you get comfortable doing something you're not comfortable with? You got to hand it to Russell Wilson on a very important statistic. The Broncos first in the league in terms of giveaways with only four interceptions. Russell Wilson as a quarterback who has thrown the ball plenty. I mean, overall has given the ball away the least amount in the NFL. Again, that is just crazy good so a first look here on nerdy wednesday i'm just looking at their their rushing yards they're just gonna run the ball down your throat the best that they can and that sets up play action so likely what you get from the browns is grind it out 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 we'll hit you over the top but again they're dealing with the rookie quarterback they're dealing with a young, inexperienced guy. As the Broncos were dealing with um, Dobbs last week. So, I mean, that kind of works in the Broncos' favor. It all works in the Broncos' favor. 
in terms of just trying to pressure these young quarterbacks at home. And I got to take my hat off to the crowd for being such an impactful force. How well does the Cleveland Brown fan base travel over Thanksgiving weekend? Not good. Not great, Bob. So you're going to have a situation with the Browns where you can really take advantage of everything going on. So there you go, Johnny. What did you think about my uh, Nerdy Wednesday? It was uh, nerdtastic. Appreciate it. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Yes? Do you have $927,997 to spare? Um, I have twenty-seven dollars to spare. I have the last part of that. <laughs> so that means I would just be short nine hundred twenty-seven thousand nine hundred seventy dollars. Yeah, you know, because that's how much money Kareem Jackson's going to lose. Does Jeez. that take your breath away a little bit? What's the What's the number again? A nine hundred twenty-seven thousand nine hundred seventy-seven dollars. That's that's sorry, close sorry, to a sorry. Million. You just gave him $27, $927,970. That's very generous of you, by the way. I I, I, I would have given him nothing. Well, I'm giving him everything right now. You're a, you're a better guy than me. His uh, suspension was not surprisingly, Johnny, upheld after an appeal. Can you imagine? <laughs> this is funny. Screwing up at work. And you go into the boss's office, and they go, uh, hey, uh, hey, jerk. You, you, back from the jerk store. Hey, jerk, employee. See this thing? You can't do this. I'm sorry, what can I do? This, right here. Let me show you a video of this. <coughs> I can't do this? Yeah, let me show you a video. You can't do this. I'm showing you this. This one thing, huh, boss? Yeah, this, you moron. You can't do this. I'm really sorry. You're suspended, but you can come back, but just don't do this. Okay. And then, you know, the employee goes away for two. What 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 store should we put this metaphor in, Johnny? Give me any kind of store. And mm, any any kind of store. Sephora. What the hell store is that? <laughs> it's a it's a makeup store. All right, fine. You see this concealer? Yeah. You can't take it out of the counter and smash it all over your face. Well, really? No, you're supposed to sell that. You can't take that out and just, you know, smash it on your. <laughs> all right, I got a better Wait. one for you. Wait, I'm in, a, I'm in a store. You can't, when a customer comes up to you, you can't be like, ee, whew, you need some work. You can't do that. I can't do what? I'm going to show you a video. Showing video. See, ugly customer. Yee. That needs some work. You cannot do that. Oh, okay. Listen, go away for three weeks because there's a bye week because I know you had a vacation to Alcapulco planned. And when you come back, just don't say, E, that needs some work because you're working in Sephora. It's like Kareem Jackson went away, came back, and on his first day back for the first person that walked through the store after being away for three weeks, he looks at this ugly person and goes, "Ee, that needs some work. And then he goes to his boss and they say, hey, you just did E, that needs some work. I got the video. You just, 
did the remember why I told you to not you just did it again. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't quite understand. And Johnny, people who have sympathy for Kareem Jackson, do they not get it that he went, E, that needs some work? He did the same thing, Johnny, that he did before he got suspended. I'm outraged. His teammates are outraged. Justin just, Simmons is outraged. I'm just wondering how you smash concealer on your face. Uh, have you ever used makeup? Is I that... guess I, I really haven't. I mean, if, do you not smash concealer on your face? Uh, what do you I, do with concealer? Do do I don't concealer? think you smash anything on your face if you're Listen, doing... that's, I, I pivoted to E. That needs some work. I, I, I recognize I wasn't going in the right direction. You gave me Sephora. You could have said a hardware store. I wanted to throw you a curveball. Yeah, thanks. So he did the same stupid thing that he did before. We had Chris Harris on the good old PhD show on Altitude Sports 92.5. And we said, well, uh, you know, can he, can he change? Do you think he can change? And Chris Harris said, uh, does he like money? Which was pretty funny. Ed McCaffrey said he got fined one time by the NFL. <coughs> Sorry. For seven grand. For his socks being too low. So he, he goes, he appealed it for five grand, and then he pulled up his socks. And metaphorically, you understand what they're saying there, Johnny. It's like adapt or die. Like, so, so what that last year that was okay, and this guy gets away with it, and that guy gets away with it. E, that needs some work. You can't do it. So I don't trust Kareem Jackson. I don't. I don't. And after, and he's going to be gone now for four games. And I, I think it's admirable that his friends and teammates stand up for him. I do. And I understand the anger of the fan base saying, oh my God, er, this isn't football. Oh yeah, really? I saw another tweet by Ed McCaffrey saying, I wish there were more player safety rules back in the nineties. Yeah. Cause it was, it was way more dangerous back then. The rules were not as tight. Uh, the equipment wasn't as good. Um, there's guys really, really struggling health wise that could have been prevented with a, a more, uh, better attention to detail science, blah, 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 blah. And it, Kareem just doesn't get it. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. It's crazy. So no, I, I don't trust Kareem Jackson anymore for the Broncos and, uh, he'll be back with three games to play and, uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, Johnny, maybe if you just want him as a, a break glass in case of, of emergency backup, but his fines, Johnny have amounted to 927,997, $970. Again, I got to include your generosity. Yeah, of course. So no, I'm not riding with Kareem Jackson anymore. And he's not going to be around the locker room to be a leader anyways for the next month. They're going to have to find a way without him. When you're suspended, you're you're gone. And he just went through it. He just got back. E, that needs some work. Smashing concealer on your face. I don't know. You use whatever goofy metaphor you want to use, Johnny. I don't care. But I don't trust Kareem. I don't want him. I really don't want him back at all. You're going to have to learn to get along without him, period. He's in the, the end of a 13-year career. It's done, man. Can't. I mean, you fooled me once, shame on me. You fooled me twice, shame on you. 
You fooled me three times. I'm an idiot. You fooled me four times. You're suspended. What? We're going to sit around for the fifth time. What? Who's the dummy here? The, the dummy here would be the team. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're sticking up for the person. And I'm, I've been around Kareem. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy, but he, he, he's stuck in his ways. Obviously. E. The Avalanche are home against the Canucks. Johnny, for a plug nickel, what is the mascot of the Vancouver Canucks? It's a shark, isn't it? A whale? You are, you, you are, yes, you are. There you go, Johnny. Technically, it's an orca, but that's, but saying it's a shark, it's a whale, that is an orca, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a shark whale. It's part of their old logo, is like a something fish. But their nickname is Canucks. Yeah, they're Canadian. Why aren't they the Orcas? Why aren't the Rolling Tide just red? The Nuggets are in Orlando. They've got a brutal road trip. Everybody's just going to be... You, know, you go from Detroit in November to Orlando, everybody's going to get sick. <coughs> As I cough it out right there. Everybody's going to be sick on that trip. You don't go from Detroit to Orlando and not catch a cold. I don't know how they're going to do against Orlando. These these road trips are so weird in the NBA, Johnny, because they're not indicative really of the playoffs. They 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 are the grind. You just got to get wins where you can and set yourself up the best you can for the playoffs. Because then then you get to the playoffs and you only play eight dudes and the games are all spread out and it's just different. It's just completely different than these insane NBA road trips. It's it's really like two weird different seasons that you got to figure out as a coach. So best of luck to them in Orlando. Orlando's not very good, so maybe they can scratch out some sort of win. Johnny, it's time for What's on the Shelf? What's on the Shelf? I like to see that the ring pops are still on the shelf, but, you know. I put the, hey, I put them up there yesterday on purpose. On purpose, I left them there. Um, I want to go. There's something over that area. Okay. It's a VHS. Oh. For, the, for the kitties at home, a VHS is a, is an old. It's the it's that green one, South right Park. there. Yeah, a, a VHS is what the Netflix used to be for the for the kitties at home. All right, uh, this is entitled "An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig." Death when Kyle. Mail order elephant gets to be too big on the school bus. The boys get a great idea. They genetically crossbreed the elephant with Cartman's potbelly pig Fluffy to make potbellied elephants. I mean, these guys. How can they, they can they make this show today? I don't, well, they still do. Yeah, I think they're I mean, grandfathered they, in, but they they still do. I mean, it's crazy. And then we go with uh death. As his grandfather's 102nd birthday, Stannis faced with a moral dilemma. <laughs> Grandpa's sole birthday wish is for Stan to be the assist in his assisted suicide. When the Grim Reaper finally arrives for Grandpa, or so the boys think, things go from bad to worse. Mrs. Broflowski has organized a protest against the boys' favorite TV show, Terrence and Philip. And the South Park parents have left the kids on their own to follow Kyle's mom to the network headquarters in the big city. Now the kids have no one to rely on but each other when they confront death. 
This is a uh, it's a comedy. This is a prequel to the movie. It sounds like because that's the that's the plot of the movie. You know, I actually don't know where and how I got this. I know when I was in Buffalo, so I was. Oh, my time in Buffalo. I, I was bounced off of 97 Rocker. I chose that's a long story. That's that's another podcast. I was working over at um kind of a, a just a hairband rock station, 1033 the edge. And we were obsessed with South Park. And this is Johnny like 97, 98, something like that. And South Park was just kind of coming out. Dude, we were insane for South Park. Every time a new episode came out, think about how long ago that was. We would just play highlights and go through the episode and whatever. So just my guess is this is just a promo copy from back in those in that day. I mean, volume three, what year are we talking about here, man? Well, just look at the the Comedy Central logo on the front is that's a couple of logos ago. This might be more than 20 years old. Seriously, I'm sure. Well, it's it's definitely pre movie, so that's got to be nineties or early two thousands. How about that, man? Crazy. Well, if yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? But I love South Park. I love uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I have not been to Casa Bonita. I should go there. Can but we... These guys are geniuses. So I I love that. And I heard some sort of weird rumor. I heard Pete Davidson talk about um, unwrapped uh, VHS tapes have value. Oh, I'm sure. You should so probably, who knows? You should probably keep that. I'll tell you this: if anybody wants to buy this, comment, <laughs> comment, comment. Anyways, comment, subscribe, like, and like and subscribe. And if you want this, just let me know. Maybe a plug nickel. Who knows? It looks like an entertaining thing to see crossbreeding between an elephant and a pot-bellied pig and death. I mean, Johnny, who wouldn't want to spend? 55 minutes watching those two episodes. Can I can I just say the uh the limitations of a VHS? You put it in for 55 minutes and then you got to change it out for another two episodes. Come on. Come on. I kill you a truth. 